Hey, welcome. Thanks for clicking in. You're listening to the Embrace Church Podcast. My name is Jason. Uh, you just joined us for a thing we like to call Cut for Time. It's where we sit down, we talk with the speaker who gave a message the past week, and we open up the message again, dive into things that were maybe cut, they didn't have time to talk about. Maybe they've learned more, and there's just stuff we want to dive back into. So thank you for joining us today. On today's episode, we're kicking off a new series. But also, we have Adam, who gave the first part of it last week. What's hey, up? Hey, hey. It's good to be here. <laughs> hey, hey, it's, hey. It's currently like negative 70 below outside. Oh, my gosh. And so I got my, my Starbucks. And good. so uh, usually I get an ice drink. I've gotten an ice drink like this entire winter. No way. Until today. So and I'm, the shift has happened. Oh, just just for today. I'm like, it, okay, it's negative 100 below. So I, you des- I, yeah. I, better, I better get So I'm doing really, really good. How That's about yourself? Awesome. I have some cold water right next to me. Um, it's cold outside. I, you know, my winter jacket isn't the thickest, so I'm still not really feeling my hands. And so if you, if you hear shivering, and I guess in Adam's case, if you hear some sipping, the shivering and sipping might happen through the whole episode. It's, so. it's totally fine. It's totally okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Adam, so I'm glad you're here sitting with us. Man, we, so we kicked off a brand new series called The Run Project, which is like super different than any other series name that we've done in a while. And I think even concept of a series. Uh, do you want to maybe open up kind of like, a little bit of recap of week one and then the series in general. And I know there's a little mystery that we'll talk about too later. Yeah. So the series is called the run project and we actually didn't give the details of what the run project is all about. (laughs) Week one. Yeah. yeah, Really the thing that got that really the thing that got cut for time in, in uh, the first, first week is uh, week two and what we're we're talking about (laughs) this coming Sunday. And so really this, this heart of this, of this series comes from a question that I am constantly thinking about, uh, not just even as a pastor, but even as a follower of, of Jesus, just the question, if our church disappeared today, would anyone notice? If our church, yeah. if our campus, if your church, if your church disappeared, if our church disappeared today, would anyone notice? And a, it's, it's a question that just like, uh, I, I know for myself, I'm constantly not just wanting to go through the motions of anything. Yeah. And I'm also wanting to lead something and be a part of thing that's, that that impacts eternity. I, mm. I don't want to be a part of something that's just a flash in the pan or it was just this like heart, like it, just this thing that was exciting and then fizzled out two minutes oh, sure. later. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like, no, I want to make an actual difference. Uh, more and more, I'm seeing even, I'm 37 and I'm seeing different people my age passing away which is crazy whether it's Mm. cancer blah 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 car accidents like Mm. life is short and so like I want to make an impact and and more than that like uh, I want to be used by God to make an impact not just an impact for for my sake an impact for for his sake and so that question if if our church disappeared uh what anyone notice is a question that I think about a lot. Oh, that's a really heavy question. I mean, if you wake up with that thought every day, <laughs> you're gonna do. You're gonna start doing some great things. Yeah. Um, but also, we you can kind of flip that thought to like, um, and you even shared a little bit in the message of like, uh, man, if you disappeared your wife probably wouldn't own as many chickens or something. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there's also some funny things that it's like, if you disappeared, this might not exist on earth and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. No, I, I, I'm a person who struggles to shut their brain off. Uh, and, and usually it leads to some of the most awkward, crazy, hilarious, fun, fun things. But yeah, this is a question that really, really I, I wrestle yeah. with. And, and the stat that I sh- shared at the beginning is one that like just hit me big time. Um, only 32% of non-Christian, young adults said the church is making a difference outside of its walls. And so I I just said translation, like Hmm. most people outside the church who are not Christians 
would say that the answer is no, no one would notice. And so really the heart for this series is how can we take steps as a church towards becoming like, how can we take steps big or small so that regardless of who we talked with, the answer to the question would be yes. Like, yes, if Embrace Church disappeared, I would notice that person would notice. And so that's really the heartbeat, um, really that we sprung board for the, for the series. That's incredible. How do you think, um, and this might be a, a, a tangent, but it comes to mind when you're talking about doing good things and you, your mind is always coming up with ideas. And I don't know if your mind has always been one to come up with, do good things. I need to do do things for people, do things for people. Um, but what do you do if you don't have those thoughts all the time? You know what I mean? Oh. I don't know if I should buy all these chickens or I don't know if I should go do this or go walk down the street and do that. I don't have those naturally come to mind. So it's like, man, how do I live more intentionally? I was, well, that's a good question, specifically with the good things part. So um, I, I, there's a lot of things that I, th- I think about that don't come from God, I don't think. Like, oh, go <laughs> sure. get chickens, go get a cuckoo clock, <laughs> go get a whatever. Sure. And so that that's really me. Yeah. And yet the good things part of it, even, um, I would say even just in the last year and a half, I, I've found that whenever I'm struggling, whether it's worry or anxiety or joy, there's something about looking to do good things for others that brings those things. It's like, yeah. hey, God, help me to take my eyes off myself. And and so I just want to go, go, yeah. go do good things for somebody else. Because that love for the person, for yeah. the people. Yeah, it yeah. just it, there's something cool. contagious about it and, and life-giving about doing good things. And so oftentimes I'll be thinking about all these other things that are me. Mm. And that are not God, mm. but but for me, really, what's changed that is when I when I get into that place of feeling like, man, I, I I'm just so self absorbed. I'm I'm and I'm miserable and I'm yeah. anxious. Like in those moments, what I've really found myself doing is like, God, like, what's one good thing I can do for somebody else? Like, what's one good thing? It might be a kind word. It might be going out of my way to help or serve somebody. What's one good thing that I can do? That's awesome. One of the, that kind of ties into that, one of your points was, it's not by good things, it's for good things. Can you open up that a little bit of what you talked about in the message and if there's anything else? Actually? Yeah, so I, I think that's such an important distinction, distinction for some of us. We maybe grew up in a church or in an, uh, maybe in a family where we felt like we needed to earn our, our parents' love, our parents' validation. Oh, sure. And oftentimes that transfers order over to God, or we grew up in a church where that was what was communicated about God. If you want to be right with God, you need to do all these different things. Yeah. Those, are the, those are the means to the end, the things. Yes, yeah. like you need to earn it. You need yeah. to make yourself right with God. You need, to, you need to do all these things to earn God's love, to earn salvation. And, and so what we looked at on, on Sundays, we looked at these verses from Paul to the church in Ephesus, and and the verse Paul this for nine verses he says the same thing over and over oh and over again gosh. like basically it's a gift you can't earn it it's not by your good things like he just says it over and over oh. and and just the verse that I highlighted God saved you by His grace when you believed and you can't take the credit for this it is a gift from God salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done oh. Paul's just like it is not by good things and 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 really someone listening today like even me I'm I'm so I'm reading, reading through Romans right now. And even myself, I'm kind of shocked by what Paul says in Romans Mm. because he says it over and over and over again as well. It is a gift. 
it is not by the good things. You could never earn it. Yeah. 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 And Whoa. yet I'm like, no, we have to earn it. Like I have to earn your friendship. Yeah. I have to yeah, earn yeah. your respect. I have to earn this. I We have to earn everything. That is and so true. What The world we live in, we have to earn just about everything, everything at Ev- the face value. Yes. We, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. no, you need to earn this, earn this, earn this. And, and, and Paul's like, no, it is a gift from mm. God. So it's not by good. Not, it's not by good works. It's not by by good things. But then, like, continue on in the, in the very next verse, he yeah. says that we are we are God's masterpiece. He has created us in Christ Jesus, and then he says this: so we can do the good things he planned for us. So for for nine and a half verses, it's not by good things. It's not by good things. It's not by good things. It's like mm-hmm. he's having to drill that into our head. And then literally, like, there's a half verse left. He says, "So we can do the good things he's planned for us." Mm-hmm. It's not by good things. It's for good things. It's not. I need to do this to earn God's love. It's God has loved me so well. I can't yeah. help but want to do this for somebody else. Yeah. It's not. I, I can't good. earn. It's not about earning my my salvation earning my my rightness with god is god has god has saved me he's rescued me yeah no strings attached and because of that i want to go and serve i want to go and love other people uh, myself well yeah and you hit on that so well in the message because like it is like okay the 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 means to the end why we're doing all this is to sit and be with jesus love him that relationship with jesus that's the end so like but when you're so then when you're doing that, all of these other things become things that you want to do because like when you're spending time with the Father, spending time with Jesus, your desires become his desires. And then in the message you start talking about the um later on you you were like, um the the healing I've done in you, the the way I've saved you, the way I've loved you, I want you to go do that and be that. That becomes really easy. Or easier, it's probably not easy, but easier when you've sat with Jesus and you love him, right? Oh, so true. It's yeah. it's one thing. It's one thing to be a slave. It's one thing to be a son. Mm. Yes, uh, that's uh, it, You man. know, a, a slave, like, wow. you have to do this. You have to do this. You better do that. You better do that. Like, yeah. I know you're tired, but you got to do that. You got to, nope, you're, you're falling short again. Like, you need to do that. Like, it's one thing to have a boss. It's one thing to have a dad. Yeah. That's it. You know, a, a, a bo- like That's an good. overbearing, I'm talking like this narrow, negative stereotype of a boss. Like you need to do, do, do the moment you don't perform, you're gone. Mm. And, and that's, that's, I mean, that's exhausting. And yet it that's is. what so many of us live out our, our, our walk with Jesus. So many <sighs> of us live out Christianity in that way. Like I'm so tired of trying to do all these things. Like I'm just juggling all these different things and spinning plates and I'm dropping stuff. And I didn't love that person. And gosh, and it's just, it's miserable. But when we uh-huh. live out of being a son or a daughter of the king and we have a father, it's like, he has loved me so well. Wow. Yeah. I'm so filled with his joy and his peace. He's taken away my bitterness. He's taken yeah. away my resentment. And I just want to go love people. I want to bring that to others. Yeah, I want to I want to se- set people yeah. free. I want to, I want to rescue people. I want to, I want to just pour grace and kindness oh. in, into people. And, Gosh, and it just, it comes, so it comes totally, it looks the same way. Yeah. But it's completely different heart wise. That's so crazy that, so we're here in 2020 now. And then you read back in Exodus when the slaves are coming out of Egypt, that slavery has always been in us. Work, 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 do, do, earn, earn, be, be a slave to something. And then God is the continual story is that what you said, I want you to be a son. You're a son. You're a daughter. 
stop thinking you're a slave. I don't know. It's just yeah. like, it's crazy that we still deal with, deal with it that is. today. It is. It's not, uh, following Jesus is not about checking a bunch of boxes. Yeah. It's about falling more in love with Jesus. And when we do, all those boxes, we'll, we'll be checking without even thinking about it. Yeah. It's like, I don't even, yeah, of course I'm going to love this person. Of course I'm going to help <sighs> that person. Awesome. And it just completely changes everything. Wow. Amazing. So not buy good things, it's for good for things. For good things. That's awesome. And so kind of a, a harsher turn here. You you stepped onto a soapbox on Sunday. <laughs> but you didn't literally get one out and step on it, but you did your leg moved and you walked up. Tell me about the soapbox. <laughs> yeah, so we ended up talking about the fact that we we are the church. Sure. because um, Paul's writing this letter to this church in Ephesus and so He's, he's saying like, go, go do good things, not, not buy good things before the good things. So yep. go, go do good things. Go be the church. Yes. Go yep. be the church. And, and so I, I, we talked about each of us, if we follow Jesus, we are, we are the, the church. And, and so I shared one of the things that, that drives me certifiably in, insane is in, in over the years. Uh, and, and, and really this is, this is a constant thing in any church. Sure. I, I think again, it's, I think it's part of how we're, we're wired. One of the questions I regularly get asked is, is Adam, what is the church doing for this group of people? What is the church doing about that? Is the church giving money to this? Is the, is the church volunteering or serving in this area? And, and I just share the person who's usually asking is usually fired up and really passionate and like, yeah. just like really, really like, you know, th- th- what is the church doing about this? And, and w- what I so badly want to ask, and sometimes I do like, and I do it in a very kind way, sure. but I'll, but I'll say, gosh, I, I just want to ask, what are you doing? <laughs> and usually that person is like, no, I'm talking about embrace. I'm talking about this church. I'm talking about that. Like, what, what are they doing? And it's like, no, what are, what are you doing? No, I'm talking about the church, the big church. Like, is the big church behind it? No, are you be are you behind it? Yeah. And and oftentimes, this is the crazy yeah. things. I, I share this nine times out of ten. The person asking the question has no intention of doing anything, mm. anything. And 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 it's like what. You are the church. Go do yeah. it. There's a reason you're seeing it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And yet I, I, I think, again, um, the longer we follow Jesus, one of the biggest temptations is to become a Pharisee. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And to have a heart that's like, yeah, what about this? And really quick to point fingers rather than looking inside yeah. and saying, what, cool. am I, what am I doing? What am I, I doing? And, and um, it sounds really spiritual to be a finger pointer. And yet I, I think Jesus is like, no, that's actually not me. That's yeah. actually not me. The, 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 it's, it's, it's fascinating. So oftentimes the person asking the question is doing very little. On the other side, the person who, who rarely says anything about like, hey, what's, what's the church doing? What's the church doing? Is usually doing so much <laughs> in their life. Whoa, that's crazy. You know what crazy. I mean? That's yeah. the person yeah, who's yeah. like being generous to everybody, yeah. taking in people in their homes, like serving people, looking for ways to like change stuff. Like that person rarely says rarely says anything. Oh, and it's so bizarre. And, and it's, so it's, it's similar, but, but different. I, I think this is okay to share. This is in yeah. seminary. Uh, a seminary professor in one of my classes said, um, the, usually the loudest complainers about giving, like how is the church spending its yep. money? And I, 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 transparency is huge. We share our numbers online. So important. Yeah. Um, but, but he, he said he's and it, a wonderful old, like older fellow that was just, he said the loudest complainers about how your, your church is spending its money. Most of the time are not giving a cent. 
uh, to the church. What? And he said, on the other hand, those who are being crazy generous towards your church rarely say a thing. Wow. Because they're such a cheerful giver. They're such a genuine giver. And again, a transparency is so important. But I just thought that was so fascinating. And I think wow, in the same area, it's really, really true. It's like the person who's like just like pointing fingers, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Even the person who's like, man, we're we need to do more. Like we need to get press, like press in of the like verses and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Isn't spending any time with God in their wow. their own time, like, and, and so it's kind of a bizarre thing. But I, I think again, it's that temptation. Jesus called out the Pharisees for being like whitewashed tombs. And yeah, 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 and yeah. Pretty on the outside, but ugly on the inside. Well, that's. I think it's just we're just looking at another version of what we talked about earlier on in the episode. Is like the means to the end, right? When like people who are quietly given, I imagine they're doing it out of worship and out of their call to God yes. and the relationship with Him. Uh, when they're not doing it that way, they look at all the you know numbers and point and do all the things. So it's almost like it's the same rest- same thing, same thing, just at a bigger scale. Yeah, which is oh. just like, oh Jesus, help us! <laughs> I know, and and the same is true. Like that, so it's easy to say that of other people. Yeah, I do the same thing when I'm not right, right with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you're I'm not, not too far from it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when I'm not following Jesus Me myself too. really closely. I start like to over, I think it's almost to overcompensate. We start, I start pointing fingers at other people Mm. and what about this? And what about that? Instead, again, Jesus is like, no, what about your own soul? Like work on that. Like, and and I'm like, oh man, there's a lot of (laughs) stuff in there. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so I think that's for, for all of us. So that was just the point. I'm like, it's so important. So again, it's just like, we, we are the church. You are are the church and and really the part that I I thought was so cool is yeah. is how go do the good things he planned for us Paul says mm. and it's just awesome to think that there are ideas and callings and things within us oh, and good yeah. things God has called us to do that don't come from us they come from him yeah and he has planned for yeah, us they're they're like oh, they have yeah. a divine That's origin awesome. and so it's just awesome to think about it's awesome to oh. think about those good things. Gosh, God is so good. That is incredible that he would have those things in mind for you and me to go do. That's a that's a really cool thought. That's an awesome dad to have, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And for all of us, we 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 had those three questions um Yeah. just to find out what are those what are those yeah. things? The three questions were what's the need? What like what's the need right in front of you? What's what moves you? What gets you out of bed each day basically? What breaks your heart? And then the third question, what do you have? What skills and talents, what possessions yeah. and positions do you have? that God wants to use. And oftentimes we start with those three questions and God begins to make it clear. What are the good things that he has planned for us? What does he want us to do? I think those three questions are huge because even if you can't answer them right away, it gives you a framework of what, how to pray in like how to pray and like, okay, God, what, what is the need I'm seeing? What makes my heart vibrate and what just really shakes me? God, like what moves me? Um, what, like, what can I just get out of bed for at any moment? And yep. Lord, what do I have? I may not have much or maybe I have too much, but like, what do I do? You know? Oh, so yeah. true. That's awesome. <laughs> the, the, so really how, again, we ended it was with a cliffhanger of just like, okay, so we're like this, this thing we're doing yeah. as a church is called the run project. And you're going to have to come back next week. <laughs> what was cut for time was a whole second message. Yeah, the so. was cut for time was week two because we didn't have any time. We like, we like sat down here and he was like, Adam was like, Jason, I, th- I think what was cut for time was what we're talking about this week. <laughs> yeah. 
Because really the question that it gets down to is instead of asking if our church disappeared today, yeah. would anyone notice? Really the question to ask is if if you disappeared today, if yeah. me disappeared today, would anyone yeah. notice? And and that 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 brings the question much more closer to home. And and I, I just think again, God has great things planned for us. And I hope that the answer to that question for you and for myself would be yes. And it was actually really powerful. There's a family recently who lost their dad um, in a a tragic car accident. And their whole family uh, was was sitting in the church today or on Sunday. Sunday, And um, it was cool just to think about like... I, I, I went up to him afterwards and I said, the answer for your dad was no question. It was yes. Hmm. You know, it was yes. Yeah. And that he it, had an impact. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this, the amount of people that he served and loved and showed Jesus, like the answer yeah. was yes. And it's, and so I, I pray that would be true for each and every one of us, that if we disappeared, um, away from Sunday, away from the one hour on church on Sunday, it, it would be so clear that we are madly in love with Jesus and trying to find out, follow him as closely as yeah. we possibly can. That's awesome. Well, this this uh, that was very well said, Adam. Um, thanks for sharing everything. That's yeah. so great. I'm yeah. I'm I'm really excited for this week because if you've ever struggled with answering some of these questions, or maybe um, Adam, correct me if this is too much to share, but if you've had some walls up of like I don't even know how to begin to run or start helping, um, uh, this week is all about helping answer those yes. and and. and um, empower in quite a way you've probably never thought of before. So I'm really excited for the doors that I think that'll be open and that like how Jesus is going to move through this and move through you and what you're called to do. Um, what would you encourage people to do? So they got to get here this Sunday to hear this message, to understand what is the run project, man, I really want to do these good works and the run project is going to help that. Well, you're going to find out exactly how on this Sunday. So get here, but what would be your advice on what people should be praying for and thinking about before coming this yeah, Sunday? It's been so cool. There's been, uh, I mean, genuinely a wave of people saying we're praying about thinking about what our own project's going to be. I think the three things that I would encourage you to do is wrestle with those three questions. Awesome. What's the need? What moves you? What do you have? Spend time talking as a family, even as, or even as a couple or a group of friends or your small group, like really wrestling with those three questions. What's the need? What moves you? What do you have? And then just begin to write things down. And I think from there, get, you know, just answer each of those, each of those questions. Like what's the need in front of you? Like, is there any person in need currently in front of you? Is there, is there any injustice that you see that's just not right that you, that's right before you and, and just walk through those three different questions, answer them and almost come with that sheet of paper (laughs) on Sunday. Yeah, it's kind of like coming with a birth plan yeah, to the yeah, hospital. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come with the answer to those three questions, and then yeah, um, and then we'll, you like this next week we'll fill you in on the details. Oh, awesome. Well, hey guys, thanks for joining us, Adam. As always, pleasure to sit down. You so didn't good. sip much coffee, so, so that was good. good. I didn't. I, I tried drinking before uh, we got on, and it made some weird slurping. Oh, okay. Noise, so I just yeah. wanted to. I just didn't want to. Do we want to save everybody's ears yes, from exactly, hearing that. Exactly. Use it as the ringtone, maybe. That yes. Sn- perfect. Anyway. <laughs> hey, thanks for sitting down with us today. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. A bunch of uh, encouraging messages just like this one come out every single week. Um, We're so glad you joined us. We pray you have a great week and we hope to see you this Sunday for the Run Project Part 2. Have a good day. See you soon.